Yeah, dude, I saw a fan and I, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it was just like a fan. But <laughs> it was just like a fan. <laughs> Welcome to the Dale Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Emilio, and I'm also off the wagon, dude. I've, I'm I'm out of control over here, Bobby. I started drinking again. No, uh, I had a little, couple of drinks on Thanksgiving because I was bored. Yeah, but, I always forget off the wagon versus on the wagon. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's yeah. You fall off the wagon is yeah. When, no, yeah. On the wagon is when you're sober. Yes, because it's the water wagon. Oh, I don't know. Or so I've heard. No, I don't. Well, this is like a Seinfeld bit here that we're doing. We're gonna we're gonna find out right. Water he Google's water wagon, and he thinks that it's gonna come up. Uh, okay. Um, so, how was your Thanksgiving? Did you go to your pops? It was busy. So we did both of the Thanksgivings with my girlfriend's family and with mine. Yeah. Very different, you know. Uh, it was pretty much dinner with her parents over at hers, and then uh, we went over to mine, and it's just like a ton of people and, uh, you would think that the white versus the mexican would be the other way around you know? yeah you'd think so it must be the italian on my yeah. side dude it's that uh big family did she yeah. move away from her family no or they just don't breed much i guess yeah yeah they yeah. um just do not propagate i guess yeah hmm. interesting uh yeah so thanksgiving man it was it was nice to have a week off i actually got a good amount of gaming in which was good not as much as i was hoping but uh god i'm dreading going back to work next week you know i at some point this today i was like man am i am i hitting a gaming slump here like you know clicking around can't really find anything but i got knocked right out of that right back into i'm right back on the gaming wagon i guess (laughs) i'm so confused (laughs) oh my god all right. Well, let's talk about some games that came to our attention recently on the radar. Uh, looks like you've got a few here. So let's start off with one of yours, Magic 3D. Uh, not a game, a program. And a little bit, I'm even more validated. Um, you know, a few, for years, Bobby, I've been saying that we're going to get to this place where you can just talk to a computer and make a game. Uh, this is a step into that direction. So this is basically, this is from NVIDIA. And uh, it's a paper and, and a program that they started on. But much like um, the text-to-art programs, that there's a whole bunch of them now. Um, I can't think of the one that I use. Uh, there's one called Diff- Stable Diffusion and Mid-Journey. That's the one that I use. Um, now it's NVIDIA took that and, well, Google did it first. And now it looks like NVIDIA has Im- improved on it. You can make a 3D model with just text. So... Um, you right here we can we're looking at some 3d models and they are rendered with just a few uh few words like a baby bunny on a stack of pancakes and the render comes up i think it it takes a while though it's not it's not very quick and then you can once it's built just kind of like mid-journey you can edit it really quick so you can turn the bunny into a metal bunny and then a stack of broccoli just by changing those words those things happen quickly the first model uh, happens late uh, or t- takes a long time. But anyway, um, I think this is great for indie developers that need assets. They, you know, I don't know how much it's going to be to license this or, or whatever the fuck, but um, yeah. Is that how they're marketing it? Like towards developers? I don't know if they're even, I don't think there's a market yet. I don't, there's nothing mm-hmm. you can buy yet. Uh, this is something that they're working on, uh, but it seems to work. Um, but yeah, I think it, it'll be something that you, you pay, to get access to just like the other ones, you know, you pay a monthly subscription or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I also think it's very cool for people with 3d printers and like, uh, you know, a, uh, what do you call it? D and D game going on. You can literally make anything. It's awesome. Yeah. A lot of uses for that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. The future is getting crazy. It is man. And it's building on itself. Like we're, you know, mm. we started with the AI stuff and then, we got the art stuff and now we're getting it. It's just, it's going to get faster and faster. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. Yeah. Um, I also, uh, I found a couple games on, no, I had these on my wish list. Autumn sale started. I said, what on my wish list am I going to buy? Uh, rounds is a funny little game. It's a one-on-one, uh, game where you play as these little happy faces and, um, you're kind of like, it's kind of like duck game, I guess. 
you're 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 on platforms that are moving around and you're trying not to fall in t- into the abyss and you're shooting each other but it's also a roguelike uh deck builder so every time you lose you get a new card in your deck and the winner does not so it kind of levels itself out towards the end by the fifth round you know uh it should be a lot more um fair i guess because there's a handicap going to the loser every time so i thought that was pretty cool really cool for three bucks i'm like why not um god i hope it's online i ain't even check um is it online pvp yeah and shared string screen so that's good i'm also buying i forgot to buy it god damn it uh there was like for Black Friday, there was an additional 20% off all refurbished stuff, so I was going to get another PlayStation 5 controller. I don't think I clicked fucking buy. I do that a lot. I put things in my fucking cart, and I'm like, yeah. And then I just leave it there, and then the sale's over. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. So this game is like uh, a PvP platformer? Yeah. But I, I don't understand the roguelike element. So every so there's five rounds, right? You okay. fight each other. I think it's like Duck Game. Do you remember Duck Game? I didn't play a lot of that. I didn't okay. get Duck Game. Um, I know that was kind of a little hit back in the day, but I didn't. Or really Joust. Not Joust. Yeah, um, I, feel, I feel like all these games are like. Nighthog. Nighthog. Of Joust. Yeah. yeah, I remember Nighthog. Yeah, you just shoot each other until somebody dies. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's multiple rounds. Each round you get an upgrade. Only and, the loser gets an upgrade. Well, the loser gets an upgrade. Yeah. So it tries to balance. The it tries game. to balance things out, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yep. I'm seeing like 2v2 combat here. That's, That's all it is. Oh. Yep. 2v2. So like Nidhog. Hmm. I don't like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's only three bucks though. Yeah. It's overwhelmingly positive with 11,000 reviews. All right. How many people are playing this game? If you scroll down, let's see what kind of um, player base. 711? Okay. That's something. All right. Cool. I think um, a lot of people just bought it and they left it there. Yeah. Yeah, so that's very similar to another game I'm going to talk about. Um, back in 2017, everybody fell in love with this game called Battle Right and then immediately forgot about it. Yep. I don't know if you remember Battle Right. It's a game that I constantly remember but always forget the name of. Every time I want to bring it up on the podcast, I don't because I can't remember the name. It was a MOBA, but it was just a brawler. You just go out there and you fight, and it's like 4v4, 2v2. Um, I, I think you, you can do uh, like free-for-alls and stuff. So there's another game coming out that's very similar to this called Fang. It's free to play. It's coming out November 30th, and it looks good. It, it, Battle Right didn't have the greatest graphics. Um, you know, it had pretty good characters. Uh, this one not only has characters with specific abilities, but you upgrade them in different ways. So you can kind of kit out your character for a different play style. Uh, it, it could be good, but I just, I don't know if it's going to get a lot of players. And that's what you really need. I looked up Battle Right just to see how many people were still playing it. It's like 100, 200 people on average. I watched um, a uh, YouTube video. uh it's like a mini documentary for 12 minutes explaining what happened to Battle Right and what. There's a story there and I yeah. can't remember what it was. Do you, do you know? Um, no, it's like it was really popular. And then um, I think all the MOBAs came out and it just kind of fell behind. Well, um, I mean, it was 2017. There were plenty like of MOBAs out there. I don't remember. I mean, I remember a lot of people playing this in between rounds of HOTS when I would watch HOTS streams. Like, it was just a quick, fun, fast-paced game, and people loved it. It was 20 bucks. It had it came out in early access. Everybody bought it. But then there was something. I feel like there's something happened, but everybody just stopped playing it all of a sudden. It looks the game so similar, died. dude. Yeah, it looks so similar to this new one coming out called Fang. And that's why I'm a little bit worried. Like, maybe people just are not interested in this type of game. Uh, it, it's really difficult. I always say this. It's difficult to make a game that relies on a big player base. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Hopefully it works out. But I'll be checking it out. I mean, it's free to play. Why not? That's why I fucking hate when they come out with six different play uh battle types you know capture the flag and you're just splitting your audience yeah, it splits the community it's tough and, it, to and it's so hard to fucking gain one in the first place yeah they'll start listening one day bobby <laughs> yeah they'll figure it out and then lastly on my radar and what i also purchased just right now right before i walked in here was dwarf weird name weird game it's a dungeon crawler 
uh, where you, it's tower defense as well. It's action tower defense. So you can, you swing a sword, uh, but you're also putting down turrets and you are exploring a dungeon. So as you go through the dungeon, you know, as the dungeon crawler goes, you upgrade, you get better turrets, but unlike most tower defense, you're not protecting a single, your castle or, or, or energy orb or anything you're proactively moving forward through a dungeon so i've never played a game like that i'm not sure a game like that has ever existed hmm. so you're Other, on the offense yeah you're you've been on the offense. It's a tower offense game yeah yeah that's what it is uh and yeah that's pretty much it uh graphics are cutesy could be a little better but we'll see hmm. um uh, funny thing on the uh reviews uh Chris, I think it's 72%, but then recent reviews are 95%, which is interesting. So I don't know if they, it's only 20 reviews, but maybe they patched it or just the people that bought it recently. It's only 20, so it's hard to really put anything on. Yeah. Yeah. We should also mention something's happening with Grounded, right? Did that hit a 1.0 release or something's going on with that? I, I know a lot of people are playing and talking about that game recently. Yeah, I think it, it was three weeks ago or something. And it's been on the back of my mind and I've been wanting to do it. And I tried to get a game this weekend, but uh, Sniper stood me up. So that didn't happen. Actually, I stood him up or he stood me up and then I stood him up pretty much for Andor, which if you haven't watched, go fucking watch it. It's incredible. Uh, yeah. So I remember me, you and... I, it, I never played this game. Oh no! I remember you and a, I JP think, Diddy yeah, and John, one other person. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, somebody it was. else played the hell out of this game when yeah. it came out in early access. You guys pretty much saturated all the content. Yeah. And then we're done with it. Yep. But I guess it's hit its 1.0. There's a lot more there to do. Uh, it's a. I, I hate crafting survival games, but this one seems like it has a story, objectives, yeah, um, totally a direction. Does. And totally does. it doesn't look like ass, which I, that's honestly my biggest problem with a lot of these crafting survival games are just poorly made, or at least when the ones I used to play, like the, the combat is terrible. The hitboxes are way off. It looks horrible. It's just, and it's janky as hell. Like when you play multiplayer. So this one looks like more of a triple A type thing. Plus it's honey. I shrunk the kids, you know, who, who doesn't love that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, has a toggle that I've never seen in a game, although people mod it in sometimes. Uh, you can, there's an arachnophobia toggle. So if you have it, you click it because the fucking spiders are so goddamn scary in this. Uh, go ahead, Chris. What does it turn I, them into? I know we talked about this before, but what does it toggle them into like a squirrel or something? I, else? I have no idea. I don't, I ain't a bitch, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but in Skyrim, that was one of the first mods I ever saw. I remember reading the article in PC Gamer that somebody had modded teddy bears into them to replace the spiders. Some people can't handle spiders, man. Spiders are scary. Yeah. All King right. Tehran, thank you for the sub. Uh, he came to the, uh, he's on the, the Discord now. Oh, right? nice. Live. That's that's where it's at, man. Yep. All right. Dude, he's going to be outside my fucking house, dude. It's like, <laughs> slow down. Stay on YouTube. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Smajef uh, <laughs> also. Thank you, man. Smajef. 32 months. Happy holidays. Yes, sir. All right. All right, let's talk about some games that we have played. Uh, I pulled a wild card this week, man. I played One Finger Death Punch 2. Which off my account? It, yeah, off your account. How? I didn't spend the $3 to buy it on sale. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that cheap. Okay, first of all, I hate the name. One Finger Death Punch 2. Yeah. I mean, just call it Two Finger Death Punch. The first one was One Finger Death Punch. I played the hell and out of that And it's not. By the way. No, it's two fingers. Yeah, it's two fingers. Yeah, it's two fingers. So this, it's been so long and it's such an old game that it probably needs an expl explanation. This game is like Guitar Hero where you it gives you the illusion that you're doing incredible things, but all you are doing <laughs> is clicking the left and right, right mouse button. But don't be confused. Music isn't part of this. No, it's not a no. rhythm game. It's not really. a rhythm game. Uh, so you play a stick figure who just stands at the center of the screen. Enemies come at you from the left and the right. And when they get close, you right-click to kill the one on the right and left-click to kill the one on the left. It's very simple. You have some some enemies that have like combos to them. Like you have to, uh, they'll block so or they'll jump to the other side. So maybe they require a few hits or they switch sides after the first hit. Um, it gets a, a little complicated, but overall it's a very simple game that 
visually looks like it's very complicated. There's a lot of action. There's things flying around on the screen. It's very fast paced and it's just a nonstop adrenaline rush. It's super fun. The rounds are just a couple minutes long. The The first one was just absolutely stellar. And I think it got a lot of notoriety. I think like Total Biscuit played it and got it a lot of attention. So a lot of people checked it out. The sequel came out not too long afterwards. And I didn't play it up until now, I had realized. So I wanted to check it out. And it's been so long since I played the first one, I can't really remember what that was like. So I can't speak on the exact differences, but I feel like this one's just a little bit easier. At least the grading, like they give you, um, like you can earn up to five stars on each level. And I feel like it's easier to get five stars on these ones. They also have like a skill tree that you can uh, build up as you progress through it. Um, it's, it's a great game. I don't know how long you could spend doing this, but it's something I just love to fire up. Like when I only got a few minutes or if I'm in between something, like it's just a fantastic game. I played so much of this dude. Like there's like, you know, a world map that you have to get through to get to the next world map. And And it's big. I did completionist five star everything for multiple maps are like four maps in you know like a lot and then i just got burnt out but you know there's a ton of content here but is it really content you know it's very it's repetitive like, yeah, yeah yeah it's very repetitive you, there's ones where you have to kill certain amount in certain amount of time there's ones where you can't get hit there's you know they every mm-hmm. variation on this uh tried and true method that they this company has come up with but credit to them man like it is fun and if somebody i feel like there's one of those games that somebody can walk by and be like what the fuck is that you know and then you know walk away with a headache after two minutes yeah it it looks awesome i mean the guy just does as you're right clicking and left clicking to take out these guys your character is doing just like these action movie uh kung fu moves to take them out and it looks really cool i i gotta say i did not like the soundtrack on this it Mm. sounded very generic it was kind of like electronic music didn't really fit the the kung fu vibe I, maybe a, they had some, a three dollar budget bobby they had a three dollar well, budget it's three dollars now <laughs> but yeah it just it really sounds like they got some royalty free music it just yeah. doesn't doesn't really sound good or fit very well in my opinion but i mean that's just a minor complaint on an otherwise great game if i remember right uh the boss boss fights are new yeah, the boss fights are are something that I don't remember from the first one. Uh, like you square off with one guy and then you have to do certain combos to take him out. I yeah, don't he jumps on either side of you a lot. So you have to really be on top of it. Yeah. And there's also kind of like a quick time event, which I got to hate those so much. The character comes, you have to mash the right or the left button. Yeah, there, there's a lot of different things, um, but overall, it just it feels very simple. But that's I think that's what you want from a game, like something that's simple to learn but difficult to master. And it really is just so fast paced that you feel like on edge the whole time you're playing it. So, how much do you guys think this game made in revenue? If you're just to throw out a number since 2019, um, so well, I would says, I've got to imagine it's that got like, 3,300 reviews. I got to imagine 75% of their sales is on Steam, right? But I don't know this for sure. I mean, they could be on Right, Red just Red. on Steam. Let's let's stick to Steam for sure. Um, yeah. I don't know how much it, how much did it come out for? Like 7 bucks originally? It's uh Oh, there's a demo by the way, guys. If you want to try it out. <laughs> yeah. Um what I I can't read what that says. That's 8.99 Canadian. Yeah. So 5.99 maybe? Yeah. So like six bucks? I don't know. I would say... Oh, you can find out? Yeah, you can do the historic price of a game. Oh, um, I thought you meant okay. you can find out the... I mean, do you do you have the answer to this question, Christian? Is that why yeah, you're quizzing yeah, us? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to... I have no idea, man. I'm going to say less than 100K. Yeah, I was I was like... In revenue? Oh, revenue. Uh, uh, 250,000? 250,000. Okay. It looks like it was released at about 699 US. Uh, so VG Insights, this um, website we kind of use to gauge uh, oh, different this is games. Public information uh, here, or is this? No, this is, this is public information. Anyone can use this website. They have a formula that they use based on the number of reviews and like comments and followers and stuff. This is an estimation. Oh, but, it's an estimation. So it's VG Insights. 
Yeah, VGInsights.com. $624,000 in gross revenue since 2019. That's, that's a, I think that's a huge success because, uh, yes, you know, some guys in, I, I imagine it was a very small team, three, four or five guys. Yeah. Well, uh, what, what about the first one? I feel like the first one did better. One finger death. Punch. We're going to have to do the, I like this game. We can, we got to do this on every game now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 2.5 mil. Wow. But, how, but this has been out since 2014 so okay. it's got like a way longer shelf life but, it yeah, also but it's also spiked. a dollar it's also sells for a dollar now and nobody's picking this one up and i think this it probably appeared in a bunch of bundles and stuff like that too so yeah yeah i, I think this one really blew up and the, the second one didn't have quite the same it's, Even so though it's a better game you know it's, it's, it's technically a weird is thing. it's weird how that happens the same yeah. thing happened with um uh Oh God, why am I blanking on the name? Darkest Dungeon 2. Mm. Sequel came out. The first one was amazing. Couldn't wait for the sequel. They were trying something different. I don't even remember. That came out? Yeah. Oh yeah, it came out. It's been out for a while. You played it? Uh, No. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe it didn't come out close enough to the first one, but... What, uh... How are the views on that, Chris? Darkest Dungeon 2? Darkest Dungeon is... No, just the reviews. 16 million. Well, it doesn't matter. Is it the estimated gross revenue? Yeah. I think it was, it might've been a, uh, an exclusive to Epic too. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, no, that's no data. It must still be on Epic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How, how was the reviews on Metascore? That's what it was. It's like the game doesn't really come out until it comes out, comes out, you know? Until it's on Steam. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm surprised it hasn't been released on Steam yet. That seems strange. They, it's a really good strategy f- to release a game on Epic um, as kind of an early access run. Get the money from Epic to continue development. Get feedback from players who are like really interested in your game. And then after all the bugs are fixed, just release it on Steam because yeah. it's the biggest platform. And that rating matters so much if people pick it up. There's no uh, Metascore yet, so it's oh. still an early access, oh. it looks like. Oh. Yeah. It, I'm... Dude, am I completely wrong here? This game didn't come out yet? I could have swore I don't think it this game is out, dude. I mean, there's a few reviews. 26 negative. Hmm. Yeah. Full version of the game is set to be released on 20, February 2023. Okay, so it's only in beta. Yeah, I okay. guess so. All right. All right. Well, that, that makes me feel a little bit better then. Uh, I played a bunch of games this week um i played half-life alex just now for about two and a half hours straight i've played it on the index a little bit just kind of fucking around but haven't played today was the first time i've played and um it's one of the best gaming experiences possible i think it's fucking it's incredible like uh you know it's not you could trust valve not to come up with a gimmick and just rest on that gimmick for the whole game um they'll use it throughout but then they'll think of very clever ways for you to use the tools that they've given you for the game you know that's what they did in half-life 2 and that's what they do here so um you know they don't just rely on um your what do you call it there you have these gravity gloves where you can like whip things at yourself which is so fucking satisfying um, you know, I think they're really whole, they're trying to keep you from having to teleport everywhere. They, they, they're like, how can we keep people? Cause it's so jarring when you're teleporting around. So they just give you these whips, these like virtual whips and you just, anything you see that you want, you just whip it towards yourself. You catch it, you put it in your backpack, you can hear it go in your backpack. Whenever you need something, you just reach back there and it knows what you want. Uh, there's only two things you can have in your backpack, but it knows which one you want at any one time. Um, hacking things is just so fucking cool, man. You have this, you have this multi-tool and you connect it to, it's kind of like the thing that R2D2 has the little robo dick and you stick it in the hole. And then this like, um, 3d model of a puzzle comes out and then it's so inventive. The things that you have to do with these, these like, it's, it looks like AR in VR. That's exactly what it looks like because uh, it's like 
fake things that aren't in the real game world, but it's just trying to show you like where the electrical cables are in the wall. You can see the outline through the wall and then you can switch uh, things to try to get the current going where you want it to go. Or you'll just have a ball in your left hand of energy and then you'll have like, um, I don't know, your, your, your multi-tool stuck to it. And then it's like a 3D map that you have to figure out the like puzzle too. I know it doesn't make any sense here because these things don't <laughs> maybe maybe you could look it up. Maybe they got it on YouTube, Christian. Yeah, like the, a uh, half fly or Alex VR hacking minigame. And, yeah. And they're not that I haven't run into the same you know, I've only played for two and a half hours, but I haven't run into the same one twice. So they they change them hmm. um it's it, there's one coming up right there, right after that that same scene you were just looking at. Right after he kills not those ones to the right, right in there. There's one in there to get that machine working. There's a, there's a tool uh, they're gonna have to use. See if you can fast forward a little bit. Yep, yep. Mm. Keep going. Okay, this is super exciting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't do know it. if they're gonna show it in the gameplay trailer. Yeah. Anyway, it's it's very cool. It's like 3D puzzles, 3D light show puzzles. Dude, the history of hacking mini games and video games is so interesting to me. Like there's so many games have them and so many games go about them in completely different ways. Yeah. Um, but you know, this one can cheat cause it can do things like, like this where, uh, it, that was like a little map. He fucked up right there. He's trying to get the, the laser through the red laser maze to connect to the other blue side while those things are all moving around. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's fucking so sweet, man. Uh, and just, just a bunch of stuff like this. You know, you're, you're in this dark, dingy fucking, uh, the, the atmosphere is just insane. Just the rubble looks so good and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you're in this fucking, then you're doing something like this and it keeps you, it pulls you out of that other thing, but not in a bad way. It just keeps everything fresh, man. I, I just really like it. <laughs> this guy's getting really frustrated. He's hitting the machine. Uh, but yeah, uh, fucking awesome. Everything about it is awesome. The shooting's fun. Uh, the, there's not re other than these, there's no real puzzles like there was that, that I've run into. There's, there's not a lot of, in Half-Life 2, there was a lot of like physics puzzles, like throw this over there to make you go up and stuff like that. It's more, it's less of that here. You you have to move some boxes around to get up a high maybe once so far. Mm. But uh, yeah, it's more about this kind of stuff. Anyway, it's awesome. I, I can't wait to keep playing it. I want to play it this uh, tonight, actually. Dude, I, I can't wait to see this guy solve this puzzle, dude. He's been at it for a minute. It looks really hard. Have to, you done this one before? No. Oh, dude, this is, I know this is not exciting to listen to, but like visually, I'm just like, oh my God, like, come on, bro. Oh, oh he messed up. All right, forget it. He failed again. Get him out of here. <laughs> oh, dude, why would you put that on YouTube? Oh, oh my God. All right. A lot of people like watching people get frustrated. Uh, next game that we, uh, we played together, right, Bobby? Uh, did we? Phasmophobia? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Oh, yeah, man. we did play Phasmophobia. Okay. Yeah. God, I'm so forgettable. You, uh, you jumped on for like one or two games that we played at the end, and those were actually really good games. We played with Nick, who's not here today. Um, but yeah, I finally played Phasmophobia. Uh, played a good amount of it, too. And because I played with Nick and his wife, Leslie, they're very, very experienced, and they know exactly what to do. So there wasn't a lot of figuring stuff out, but it is a very difficult game if you don't know what you're doing. First of all, it is incredibly dark. Like this game uses darkness like Deep Rock does. It's it's a mechanic in the game. Um, if you don't have your flashlight, things are just pitch black unless you rub your nose up against a wall then maybe you can see what's on the wall like a light switch or something. But I don't know, man. I, I might have to turn up the gamma or something because it is just pitch black. And then when you have a flashlight, you get a little circle of light, but that's that's about it. I think that's on purpose to make the game scary. Yeah. And the game is pretty scary, man. It'll make you jump. Um, For sure. And not just jump scares, but also just atmospheric creepiness. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a creepy game. And I, I don't know if I've seen a game that has used audio in such an interesting way. I want to give credit to their originality on this game. Like there is nothing like this anywhere. 
I yeah. don't think. Well, I'm glad I played it at this point. I imagine it was a lot rougher when it first came out a little over a year ago. And I feel like the game is um, in a good spot. First of all, it looks terrible. The character animations and just the graphics in general are really bad. Um, I would love to see, <laughs> I would love to see a game like this that was a little more high fidelity. I think that would add so much to the fear factor, even though it is pretty scary, but it, um, the characters move so stiffly. Like when you see him walking around, it looks just kind of comical and ridiculous. And not just that, but like the, okay. So your body does not cast a shadow, but the things you're holding cast shadows. So people behind you, that are flashing their flashlight, you'll just see shadows of the things you're holding on the mm-hmm. wall. And you're like, what's that? What's that? What's that? And I was jumping at, literally jumping at shadows. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the- dude. I saw a fan and I, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was just like a fan. But, <laughs> it was just like a fan. But this game, I, I can imagine just figuring this game out on my own. Because I'd be in a house and Nick would say, like, oh, here's a music box. This will, like, if we take it, we can trigger the ghost with this. I'm like, what? what music, what are you looking at? And he's like this right here. I'm like, you, that fucking pixel right there. Like, <laughs> how did you even see that? First of all, like, I guess you got to know what to look for. And then eventually you see it, but it's like pitch black. You can't see anything. And then like the things that you do need are super small. And so the ghost will like mess with you too. And you can kind of locate where, where it is. It'll turn on the TV. It'll throw things. It'll turn lights on and off. I didn't notice hardly any of that. Like Leslie and Nick would say like, Oh, the ghost through a book or something. What? Where? I didn't hear or see anything. Like, it's just the fidelity is so like, like the game is the graphics wise. It looks like something from like 2005. So it just, and it has that kind of game feel to it. Like the way that, uh, it feels like an engine from 2005. It just feels really clunky in a lot of ways. And it's hard for me to really notice what the hell is even happening. But I, they've played so much that I guess like they've kind of picked up on it. Um, plus, the houses are the same, so you kind of know where to go and what to do. You start to understand the language of the game after playing. So yeah, much, yeah. You know? And because I, after playing it for a few days, I kind of got my roll down. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this gear. I'm going to go in. I'm going to scan for this. I'm going to do this. And then I'm, once we find the ghost, then you know we run back and we set things up. And I noticed too that when I was. Um, when I was playing with them, this is, this is kind of just like a different gaming style. I'm like pretty quick and to the point. I'm like, okay, we've located the ghost. Let's go get the gear. Let's set it up. Let's do this. And, and I don't know, sometimes you play and people are more like, uh, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for. They're like a little more YouTubery about it. Like, like they're, they're kind of taking it all in and taking it in mm. stride. And I'm just like, all right, let's get this done. Let's go. Let's complete yeah. the objectives. And Sounds like, like you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know, because you, you kind of are on a timer on this game. You have sanity that's slowly creeping away, and, and when it runs out, the ghost can hunt you. And I, I still don't really know how the hunts work. Like, all I know is just I hear a whisper, and God the lights damn. flicker. And I know how they work. You pucker your butthole is how they <laughs> yeah, work, they're, man. They're very scary. But yeah. I just, I, I like hear that, and then all of a sudden, like, I never see the ghost. Like, oh, really? like Nick will be like, oh, the ghost is right there, and he'll, like, snap a picture of it. And I'm just like, What? <laughs> Like, I don't know. I'm just so oblivious in this game. Like, I feel like it's just like visually, I don't understand what's happening. Oh, was, dude. So when, uh, so I, I can't really add to anything you said. I could just sh- talk about my fucking experience. Cause I came in late and I played what, maybe three games with you guys. Uh, but they went really well. Like we just, yeah. Fucking and that them. last one, we, we played a big map. It was out of school. And that one, even though Nick was right, we should have, bro- we should have, uh, split, split up. up. Yeah, no one beginning. knew where they were going though. I got lost yeah. so many times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like you haven't, I, I kind of knew what was going on. I was seeing stuff. I was seeing things getting thrown around and yeah, I knew where a, it was too. We had a really tough time locating the ghost in that one. We thought he was yeah. in an area. Well, it moved. It turned, yeah, I guess it, it moved. Yeah, I died on that one, but everyone else made it out. Yeah, you would die. I saw you die, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Bobby's dead, run. <laughs> um uh but yeah like so first of all the I, the controls are not intuitive and oh my god right yeah okay so the controls but okay here's the biggest problem i'm really shitting on this game right now but, but i actually you, did enjoy it it's I, a really I, good game well i really liked it i like playing with nick i don't know I, I i did play one like half a game with randos did not go well but um the core game mechanics are so good that you just kind of 
none of what Bobby is saying yeah. matters. And it's effectively scary. Like it is a really good, co you know, I love co-op games. It's a good co-op game and it's a good horror game. Um, but the biggest problem with this game is the inventory and the UI surrounding the inventory. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. So you have to buy gear and then you put that gear into like a group equipment list. And then if you die, you lose that gear, but that's like for everybody to use. That's what comes along with you on the journey. So as you complete these missions, you make money, you can buy gear and you, you can stockpile them yourself, but then you can say like, oh, I want to add two flashlights to this or one video camera. Like I'll chip in and help out here. Right. And if everyone's broke, like maybe you have to put in more of the money. Um, but accomplishing this with their inventory management system is a like, I don't get it, dude. Like, I just, I click a bunch of buttons and then I look at the uh, group inventory. I'm like, okay, well, we got what we need somehow. <laughs> like, we did it. I don't know how, dude. I just hit like the plus button and then like, uh, like apparently it worked. Uh, it, Nick it, said that you highlight everything you want to pitch in, then you had, you click add and then I think it adds it to the van, right? You have to hit the, oh God, this is going to be, I'm so sorry Let's, about this. You have to like select the thing, you have to hit plus, then you have to buy it. And then you have to select it again, and then you have to add it. And on the side of the screen, it'll tell you like, uh, it'll have a number and then a slash and another number. The number on the left, right. I think, is what you, you have. You have, and the one on the right is what you're what you're putting in. Um, oh. And then you have to switch over to the other screen that shows the uh, group inventory. It's it, it's I I as think complicated and boring as it as I'm making it sound. I and, think it also they probably had to. I'm not justifying what they said, but I think they, because it's a VR game as well, mm -hmm. they have to make it VR friendly. And I don't know if maybe that's the easiest way they figured out how to do it on there. No, definitely you not. Know? There's easier ways to do this and it's not that hard. Like I could fix this in like five minutes. Well, I mean, what I did you like about the game, Bobby? What did you enjoy? I like that. It was really scary. I liked yeah. the co-op aspect and okay. I liked it's pretty original, dude. What you have it to is do. An, it's the an detective original idea, work. But going back to what I was saying earlier, like, <laughs> but first, before I compliment, <laughs> no, no, I'm back to, I, op I opened with a compliment. <laughs> okay, I I've never seen a game use audio quite like this. So if you talk on the mic, everybody can it, hear you Bobby, around you. It's, you have to use the in-game audio. Yeah, yeah, you have to use the in-game audio. So when you when you talk, people around you can hear. Now, if you're in another room, you hear the person, but they're kind of muffled. They're like, mm -hmm. hur, 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 hur. now if you press uh, B, I think it is, you can use your radio and you can use that. As soon as someone dies, they're cut off. Like you can't, like maybe you heard them um, like yell or something, but as soon as they die, they can't, you can't hear them Mid at all. Talk. Like, yeah, they just get cut fucking, off. Uh, uh, there's something. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is if you're talking, the ghost can hear you. Like you have a mic, the ghost can, can always hear you and it gives you away your position and makes them aggro you. And it's kind of like a bold step for a game to do this, to re rely so heavily on a microphone. And they say at the beginning of the game, when it's loading, you know, you need a microphone. We recommend headphones as well to get the full experience. And when you start like boxing yourself in like that, like, uh, restricting it to people who only have this type of, uh, to have this hardware. Now, granted it is 2022. Almost everybody has a microphone on their computer, but still like, uh, yeah, go fuck yourself. If, <laughs> come on. Everybody's on Zoom. People are going to school. Yeah, but then there's a lot of people who just don't feel comfortable using a microphone. Like, it's a... Yeah, those it, people it, go a, fuck themselves. Well, yeah, but if you're a developer, you want to make your game as accessible to right. as many people as possible. Like, you just want a wide uh, surface for that. But the game has been incredibly successful despite that. So, I mean, yeah. I think... And that's because it is, like, a really unique and great game that did a lot of things really well here, except that inventory UI. Uh, let, let me get to my uh, my few little stories I got to tell on this one. Um, so you can, about the ghost hearing you, you can communicate with the ghost. So you can, once you find out its name, sometimes, do you always know its name before you go in the house? Yeah, it tells you in the van. Okay, so you can, you once you find the ghost, because paranormal activity is happening at that area, you can just be like, sniper, where are you? Sniper the ghost, where are you? Like, sniper, please. Show me a sign. And then, like, some shit will fly across the room. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. No, no, they have to respond uh, with audio to you. They're, no, you can say, show me a sign, and they'll do things in the room. They did yeah, it I right don't, in front of me. 
Yeah, I don't. Well, that, that stuff just happens randomly anyway. Like they'll throw oh. stuff around. But when you use the, it's called the spirit box, where you can communicate with the dead. Like you only check the box. See, this is the this is the part that I was missing from this game. Like they really needed a good uh, introductory, or maybe like Nick could have explained it a little bit better. But like you go in, you have to, and your main objective is to figure out what type of ghost is it. So you have like these little check boxes. Does it respond to the spirit box? If it does, check it. If it doesn't, you cross it off. Um, is there uh, the orbs, the little floating orbs like so you're basically like checking things off a list and then using that to determine what type of ghost this is and that's what you're there for yeah that's your main objective there's a few other ones um so which the plan is you go in there you bring as much gear as you can you locate where the ghost is you set up equipment to kind of test and see what it responds to and then you make an educated guess there but the spirit box it's only a positive if they um respond with audio to you which is really hard to hear too again like if you're talking, you could just easily miss it. And I did many times. Like Nick was like, oh, we got a positive on that. And I was like, what? You heard something and I didn't? He's like, oh yeah, you didn't hear the ghost say Pretty like, sure you're wrong, Bobby. You can talk, just talk to it with no spirit box and it'll do things. Yeah, you can. And yeah. some some spirits uh, are aggroed when, when you do. Yeah, I've only no, played no, a little bit of this not, game. but I didn't say you can't, but what I'm saying is the spirit box in your little checklist of what type yeah. of ghost is this? There's something that says spirit box. And if you talk into the spirit box and say, Hey, who are you? Or, you know, uh, uh, what are you doing here? Ask it a bunch of questions and it responds. Then you check the box for the spirit box. Right. You don't, there's yeah. no other way where you check that. Oh, box. right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can just talk to it. So because of this shitty fucking, uh, UI or inventory management or whatever, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and me being <laughs> fucking so scared. See, I, we blew through the first two, so I was like, this game is not really that scary. Then the third one, the fucking high school, um, it, just like Bobby said, it's fucking pitch black. And so if you accidentally start dropping your flashlight, which I did many times, you're fucked. You're in an abyss of yeah, darkness. Can't find it anywhere. You can't find it anywhere. And well, <laughs> here's the problem too, dude. Like I, I think it was the mission before that. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna try a new strat here. I'm not gonna take a flashlight. I'm gonna load up on other stuff so we don't have to make as many trips. Once yeah. we find the ghost, we'll just set all this stuff up and I'll just use other people's flashlights to see my way around. Did not work at all. Like unless they were looking right at me yeah. and I could see the white circle. I, I, I could not tell where I was going. You gotta you gotta let everybody know that you're gonna do that strat. Didn't I did. Well we didn't have yeah. enough flashlights. We we forgot because of the we couldn't I don't know, maybe we skipped it or we couldn't figure out the inventory or something, but we, oh, yeah, we three have three flashlights. <laughs> yeah. Three flashlights on a ghost hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie says, Nicholas, we have a problem here. Like <laughs> Yeah. And like a, a tip that, that they did give us, which was really helpful is never buy glow sticks and never buy the cheap flashlight. So we're oh. using the good, strong flashlight. Apparently there's a cheap one. That's pretty much do, almost doesn't do anything. Like, <laughs> and it breaks, I think. Yeah. I mean, even the strong flashlight, I'm like, this is the strong one, dude. Like it gives me like a circle of light. You know, I have like a 34 inch monitor and then I've got like a three inch circle yeah. that I can see <laughs> on my screen. <laughs> um, uh, so when the hunt happens, that's when it goes into, you know, um, dangerous mode or it's going to kill somebody or try to kill somebody. You turn off your flashlight, the, the, your little ray of sunshine, the only thing keeping you sane, you turn it off and you try to hide behind the, uh, in a dark, dark, even darker spot. And you try not to talk be, or even breathe loud because it can pick up on your mic. So you'll hear footsteps. And maybe see glowing. And that is the scariest part, dude. It's like little girl laughter, like la, 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 la. And then the footsteps are like, tuku, 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 tuku. Yeah. and then you don't, I was under the stairwell. I didn't know if it was walking up right up to my face or going up the stairs that I was under, but I was shitting my pants right there in the darkness, looking at a black screen. Terrifying, terrifying. Oh, and my flashlight was gone. Oh, and then that Bobby got killed right after that. And Nick's like, we got to take a picture for the insurance money. And I was like, I have a camera. I don't have, a, I don't have, a, I don't have a flashlight. Can you please come get me with your flashlight and then shine a, shine a light on Bobby's body? And he was able to do that. And he found me and, and we got out of there. But yeah, <laughs> fun times. Good stuff. I, yeah. I, I almost feel like no, no negative on, 
on Nick and stuff, but it's like, he's so good at it. I feel like if we're, we're not getting the full, the full. Thing, yeah. You know? No, I, I feel the same way. Like he's so good at it that like we're, we're being carried a little bit, not getting the full experience. However, I don't know if I want the full experience, man. Like it, I would never figure this stuff yeah, out. Like, I guess I would true. have to look online or something. I would never find a music box or like know that like, Oh, that's the, the ghost mirror or whatever. Uh, and I, I don't know. Um, Mila would not leave me alone after she saw me playing this. She was like, what, what's it like? What? Because we stopped playing it. She's like, can you show me? And I was like, it's so hard to explain. Let me just go on YouTube and show you. And we're watching some of the like jump scares. The fucking ghosts are fucking scary, dude. And there's a bunch of different ones, all kinds of weird shit. Uh, can we go back to the roadmap? I do want to see that the 2022 roadmap. Uh, yeah. Sorry, a lot of that has been uh, a lot of that has been uh, either canceled, completed, or moved into 2023. So I was just trying to find an updated one. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, I think it's a great fucking game. Yeah, really and good. you know, I'm glad that I, I got it because we've got people that play it so much. It's uh, it's a good investment. You know, I hate buying a game, playing it for two weeks, and then never touching it again in my life. But this one, I. I'm sure there, there's going to be nights where we all hop on and play a little bit of this. Sniper, have you played it? Yeah, I have. I had a different experience because I was playing with people who had never played before. Uh-oh. And yeah, we were completely lost. I mean, we tried to look up guides and patch stuff together, but mostly we just died and ran out of money. And then we were like, well, this isn't fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, when first- like a Sherpa, you need someone who's like deep into the knowledge, deep into the sauce guiding you, I think. Yeah. When the game first came out, I remember watching a, a, a Twitch stream and I thought that this just looks so boring. <laughs> they're like running around and, you know, they're being like, oh, YouTubery, like, like kind of overacting a little bit. And they're just like talking into the spirit box. And I had no idea like what was happening, what they were doing, what they're working towards. Like it was just, it, it was not very clear to me. And I, I don't know. It's kind apparently, of real. like I'm, you know, you know, on the outside on this one because this game like blew up like crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, I know we've already done numbers once, and I try not to shove this in a bunch of times. But four people work on this game. Just throw any amount of money you think this game is made. What was and the original? What was the original cost? Uh, let's say twenty five bucks. Um, oh, I don't know. Wow, eleven billion dollars. <laughs> Mil- lot of 11 million it's 155 million Jeez. good for four them. people on linkedin according to linkedin they have four full-time staff it's, it's massive crazy use some of that money and fucking get some other people get some textures in there man what the fuck dude it's yeah, so yeah. funny on We're- their website unfortunately we are not currently hiring i'm not judging them obviously they have a good yeah. thing going they don't want anyone else in their team or maybe they just don't think they need them whatever they probably have their reasons but it is kind of funny like just don't give the other people any creative license just fucking do the grunt work you know what the fuck i want to uh, know where the triple a version of this game is how come we haven't got that yet of course, you know, then they'd ruin it with like a season pass or because they're going to have a Bobby in there being like, require microphone. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, buy the ghost DLC. Yeah. Have your ghosts glow 20% more. I don't know. Maybe this is meant to be an indie game, you know? Yeah. Good on them, man. Again, originality. So many points. Nobody else does this. So good. And. The low res, I think, helps Bobby a little bit for the the spookiness and stuff. Like you can't tell what things are in the dark and all that stuff. I think it lends to it a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, but I I think there's also a legibility problem. Like I just, it's hard for me to understand what I what I'm looking at and what I'm I'm doing sometimes. Hmm. Okay, um, I played a Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, finally, probably put five or six hours into it now. Um. To be honest, there was, I got kind of close to not, to stopping. Um, it is so like the first one. I mean, the, almost the exact same puzzles uh, going on, uh, using a lot of the same uh, ideas. You know, you you snuff out the light to kill to the soldier's light, and then the rats eat them, or you light a fire so that you can have a pathway. I mean, it's the exact same thing. Um, Hugo, your your little brother who's sick, uh, he is out now, and then you have another little kid 
coming in to help you basically that's like the big difference but uh really there's not that much so and the 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 other kid i think his name is lucas he keeps critiquing you on your gameplay man he because i kept killing guys right because i the in the first game there's a lot of moral chance uh quandaries that happen but they're they're almost like quick time events and you really don't know that you're going to be judged on them until the end of the game and then at the end of the game they're like well you fucked up here here and here so you're a bad person and here's the bad ending and so i'm kind of looking out for that kind of stuff now and i'm going through these areas and i'm like i i don't i don't know how i can get through here with stealth i think i gotta kill these dudes and plus i don't have fucking 10 days to figure out all these things i'm just gonna kill all these guys and the Little kids like, oh man, you oh like you really shouldn't be doing that. And I'm like, all right, so you're basically telling me that I'm gonna get the bad ending if I keep playing. Well, and I'm like, it's a lot of the same thing. I'm already going towards the bad ending. Why? Why should I even keep playing? You know, it really bugged me last night, and I stopped playing. But then I started picking it. I picked it up today, and you know, I kind of leveled off on that. And I talked to Zap, who already beat it, and I, I was like, dude. Like I'm feeling this way, and he's like, "No, no, no, keep playing." Like it's not, it's not what you think. So I'm like, "All right." So I'm there. I'm here for the story, basically. At this point, not so much for the gameplay. He says the gameplay does change and get better. So I'm only five or six hour, hours into it. I'm just a little let down because of how much I liked the first one. I will say the graphics for this size studio are impeccable. So fucking good. It even flirts with like photorealism from time to time, and. uh you know, the the peasantry and how rough life was back then, it all shines through. Like you can see, or it doesn't shine. It fucking, it's gross. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so it has that going for it. If you haven't played the first one, definitely play the first one. I think you can play it for free. I think it's on Game Pass. Um, they took it off Game Pass when the second one was released. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sure you can get it cheap, especially right now. Uh, I highly recommend the game. I gave. It, I tried to give it Game of the Year. Um, and then lastly, Soulstone Survivors, uh, we, there's not a whole lot we can say more about this game, uh, but John was on vacation and he was having a Steam Deck run that w- looked insane. Uh, he showed me some video of it and he looked like a fire tornado. You couldn't even see his character anymore. And he was just a fire tornado a hundred percent of the time and just going around. So I felt inspired and I was like, I'm going to try to get a crazy run. And so f- just came out that my very next uh my very next run with a brand new character the he's kind of like a battle mage yeah one one hand he has magic the other hand he has a sword and i made this crazy run where like uh what you're looking at here is i'm swinging like three different kinds of swords and what i had the area effect I made it bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and the multicast I got bigger and bigger and bigger. So eventually, my sword swings are taking up the whole screen. I die here in this video, but uh, this video—I mean, this game gets fucking crazy um, to the point where, like, you can't see your character sometimes. Yeah, the the YouTube videos I was watching where someone was playing on endless mode and just basically broke the game. Uh, the effects were just taking up the entire screen. Couldn't even see the character. Didn't matter. Like he was just demolishing absolutely everything. I was getting some chugging at this game on my fucking 3080 Ti. Uh, this this fucking uh, you know not high res. Just so many effects are going on that uh, yeah my, started getting drop frames and stuff. It's insane. Uh, but yeah, continually have fun. There is so much to this game. I haven't even got into the. Uh, there's some sort of other skill tree. There's a skill tree and then there's some other thing. The and runes? I, the runes, yeah. And I only have like one rune or two and there's like 70. So yeah, there's a ton of game game here. I only have half of the characters unlocked, I think. So You're further along than I am though. Uh, yeah, I've been playing a little bit. I just installed it on the Steam Deck uh, today. So um, hopefully I'll get some time to play it at work. Um, yeah, having a good time with that. Uh, Christian, I saw your TikTok. Oh, you did? I did. I thought TikTok videos were like limited to on size or length. I mean, is that not a thing? Uh, three minutes is oh, the okay. max length. I don't know if anyone watches to the end of those. Cause yeah, they're meant to be shorter, but yeah, I experimented a bit on TikTok. I just made an account 
and talked about the Steam Autumn Sale a little bit. Uh, it, it got a good amount of track. I mean, not a huge. It's not super popular. Um, but I started scrolling through and seeing what other people were doing. Uh, game roundups and talking about indie games. And there's a huge community of pretty young people, like kids, teenagers, like young adults, that seem to be using TikTok to discover their games. You know, like probably how some people use this podcast to hear about games. Uh, there's people on there whose sole job is to talk about any titles in like 30 seconds and they get, you know, a million likes and 30 million views and it's just super accessible. So I was thinking about making us an account and reposting some of our content on there and maybe doing some roundups, just some easier stuff. Mm. Um, yeah, nothing post my, really. Post my phasmophobia inventory rant on there. Yeah. <laughs> See how many views that gets. <laughs> yeah. That'd be well, great, with a video of the. What's that? That'd be great. Yeah. What does we'll this see. game look like to you, <laughs> Chris? What's that? For never have playing this game, what does this game look like to you? I don't know. This game looks like <laughs> trap. I mean, I don't want to. S- <laughs> I don't get it. I, I don't get the appeal. But uh, it, it, this is not your first game right here. This is like, you know, I'm 16 hours in, I'm playing like this. It doesn't look like this at the beginning, for sure. Yeah. Nothing like okay. this. Yeah. Yeah. That looks, yeah, bananas. Uh, yeah, TikTok is over. But what isn't over is our Game of the Year episode. Does anyone have some uh, trumpet noises or light drumming? Perfect. Okay, yeah. So once you hear this episode in Discord, there'll be uh, instructions on how to submit your voice link for your personal Game of the Year. So the game doesn't have to have come out this year. You just had to have discovered it this year. We'll go on the honor system. And we'll play maybe all the clips. Maybe if 100 of you submit your clips, we'll play the best ones, you know. So try to keep it short. Try to keep it concise. And we'll play them on our uh, Game of the Year yeah. episode. So we want to know what the best game you played this year, whether it came out this year or not, and why. And yeah. you can just leave us a voice recording instructions to do that. It's going to be in our Discord. You can get there by going to dlgaming.net. I think we also left it open for text last time. We read it off. We did. Yeah. But we don't have to do it. I'm just saying. Yeah, we could. Uh, yeah. We could, we could do that too. Um, yeah. If you just want to write in, you can do that on, on Discord as well. Yeah, but, uh, Bobby, we try to keep this accessible for as many different people. We, do, we don't want to require people to have microphones. <laughs> uh, it has to be 1080p video, 4K video, 60 frames <laughs> yeah. a second. Yeah. Your mother has to be in the frame patting you on the back. <laughs> Nothing uh, else can be submitted. Microphone required is the episode name, I think. <laughs> yeah, so make sure to do that. Visit our Discord. Let us know what you enjoyed this year and why. All Sounds right. good. Cool. Well, I think we got a listener question or two here. Uh, quick shout out to the Drill Bit subscribing for 18 months. Thank you very much, man. We appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Don't sound too enthusiastic Sorry, there. Probably miss <laughs> mid yawn. Okay. First question comes from Alitom. Between these two anti hero films, which one is the best and explain why? Catwoman with Halle Berry or Mobius with Jared Leto? I, I did not see, see either one. Uh, okay. <laughs> did you? I saw Catwoman. I, I unfortunately saw that. But, I'm going to um, go with Morbius because I liked the trailer. I was actually sold on the trailer uh, before it came out. So, really? Yeah. Because like, that this. movie is... First of all, Jared Leto, dude, people rag on him a lot. Um, but this movie in particular really got slammed and you can tell the studio didn't know what to do with it. I mean, it came out in that that weird COVID time. I think it got postponed and then they just kind of threw it out, hoping nobody would, uh, complain too much, but yeah, it got a lot of bad feedback. Um, yeah, the cat one move, uh, Catwoman movie with Halle Berry, which came out like in like 2000 or 2001, that one is as bad as everyone says. I think, God, I, I know I watched it recently cause it's in my letterbox somewhere. Um, you don't need to watch the whole thing. Just look up the basketball scene from that movie and that'll give you a good idea what that movie is all about. Hmm. It's pretty atrocious. I have to imagine that the Morbius movie is better than that one because it was just, Ooh, it was bizarre, but you know, it was kind of like so bad. It's good territory with the Catwoman movie. So I don't know. 
Speaking of uh, superhero movies, I watched um, Wakanda Forever this weekend, and I watched it in 3D. And uh, just because yeah, it took me a little, and I was like, fuck it, let's do it in 3D. And it's funny because you're watching the trailers, and, uh, you know, things are slightly 3D throughout the whole thing. And you're just like, yeah, yeah, you know, this is not the greatest, but I guess it's it doesn't get in the way of the movie. And it slightly enhances it, so why not? And then the Avatar 2 Way of Water trailer comes on. Mm -hmm. And that fucking 3D is like in your nose. You know, like it's all the way, the fucking arrows are in your face. And you're just like, God, shot for 3D and adapted for 3D are completely different things. Completely different things. I would say, I don't know because you can't really measure these things, but percentage-wise, if the standard movie was coming out 10%, I would say this is like 70% the way to your eyeball. Like, it was a huge jump, mm-hmm. so much better. Uh, and the movie itself was very good. Water Mexicans, I was so surprised. It was so strange. Hmm. Take that for what it, whatever you think that means. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, very good movie. I was I cried on the first 10 minutes. You know, because uh, the whole ten, first 10 minutes is a tribute to uh, the actor who died, Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So acknowledge that. Yeah. And then is I did, I went in completely blind. Like, I didn't know about the Water Mexicans. I don't know who becomes Black Panther. Like, I didn't know anything. So it was great. If I Google Water Mexicans, what's going to Has there been a film in vr like completely immersive because like you see a film in 3d and then you think the next step would be okay now you have like limited movement and maybe there's a focal point that you're meant to focus on there are yeah they're short short films and eli roth i think a friend of mine just told me about this he's like dude you got to check it's not like that great but you should check it out eli roth made like a, a I think it's like a 15 minute movie or something in VR. And there's a couple of them like that. And they're, they're all very short, but they are like VR movies. They're out there. Um, Um, I guess that takes the cinematography out completely, right? Yeah. It changes a lot of stuff because with film, you're really directing the viewer's eye by using colors, uh, focus, uh, you know, the, just all sorts of things. Um, but when you have VR, you can't really control where they look. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Next question from Furion been on a DLG cast binge. And something I noticed is that there are a lot of, or a bevy of Jeff's. Any thoughts on your next con being called Jeff con? <laughs> have, as a, one Jeff has come to our DLG con, right? I don't know. If we get like five Jeffs, we're going to have to address it. <laughs> it will be addressed. <laughs> we get five. We'll yes. give them Hall J. Yeah. That'll be, um, that'll be the threshold. Five Jeffs. <laughs> I've never met anyone in real life named Jeff. Really? really? Yeah. Maybe it's, it's not I, a Canadian I, name. I don't know. Yeah. I'm wary of Jeffs. You know? I know I'm wary of, of Jeffries who call themselves Jeffs. Mm. Oh, man. I know a lot of Jeffs. I'm wary of the Jeffs that the one that's spelled really weird with a G. Wow. Yeah, that Joffrey. Yeah. Oh, I did know a Jeff growing up, but he, it was spelled G E O F F. Yeah. And I always said uh, uh, Geoff when I was. G. That's. I don't know if we were bullying. I don't know. We were like twelve or whatever. So mm-hmm. whatever. You are the problem, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, shit. That is our last question. <laughs> Here's our roundup of what we talked about to this week. Um, Magic 3D was a cool little program. Uh, rounds, a one-on-one game that Bobby does not get. Uh, Dwarf, it's an offensive uh, tower. Def- uh, it's a tower offense. There we go. Uh, Fangs is a like a game that came out and didn't do well. So, or no, that disappeared and somebody's making it again mobile brawler uh, yeah like that arena brawler, brawler yep uh grounded it's honey i shrunk the kids for four players and then what we actually played was uh one finger death punch two missed <laughs> missed opportunity on the name there guys uh half-life alex um you know what it is phasmophobia shit your pants in low res and uh plague tale requiem uh not as good as the first so far um and what are you guys going to be playing? 
I don't know. Grounded's a maybe, dude. I don't know. Because it's a, at the end of the day, it is a crafting survival game and those require a lot of time and a lot of buildup. And I don't really care to do that. It's really linear, dude. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It's All not right. like, it's not open world even. It's open world ish, but like you're definitely headed towards something. We got okay. to the something. I think we need to market these games differently to Bobby. We can't call them crafting. Let's call them uh, ambient puzzle puzzle builders. Yeah. Throw co-op in there and you got me. Yeah. yeah co-op ambient puzzle game. Uh, you know, I, I didn't talk about it, but I played a, one game of League this week. And I won. I mean, I didn't do anything. I just fucking offlane Nasus and my team just won somehow. So I don't know. I might play a little bit more of that, see where, where that game's at. But um I don't know, man. We'll see what comes up. I'm back at work next week, so I won't have too much time. True. Uh, Chris, what have you been playing? What are you going to play? Uh, I'm trying to beat Homeworld 2. I beat Homeworld 1 last week. I'm moving on to uh, to Homeworld 2. It's been a long time since I played these games, and uh, I got, I'm got. i getting to work on Homeworld 3. So I'm trying to like build my knowledge up of the, of the lore in the universe so I can um, properly get into it. Aren't these like 100-hour games? No, no. The first one took me maybe ten or nine oh, that's hours. Way off. Okay. All yeah. Right. I don't know how long the second one is. I don't remember it being that long. Uh, yeah, ten ten hours, which I'm happy with. I'm happy the story part of an RTS. If it lasts for ten hours, I feel like that's a good length. You know. Is there a, is that an Armada game, or just like? It was the first, or actually, I shouldn't say that. I don't know if it was the first, but it, it's famous for having an RTS in 3D space. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. the armor values and stuff on different sides of the ships were different, so you could theoretically um, play the game uh, in this 3D space and have advantages depending where you put your ships, although it's not really evident as you play it, and it's a little difficult to navigate in, in 3D, but it is a pretty old game, six years old or something now, so... What if you had a ship that had lasers coming out both sides and it spins, dude? Yeah, what if? <laughs> what if? What if? <laughs> I bet people would go pretty wild over that. I think I, I, they might like it. All right. Uh, Bobby has no idea what we're talking about. And um, <laughs> speaking for Bobby, Christian, and myself, uh, um, microphone tits. Microphone required tits. about leprechauns though leprechaun wanted to he watched leprechauns instead of andor (laughs) yeah that's true i did do that